What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by, in part by, the Blackview DR900X Plus Series Dash Cam with 4K Ultra High Resolution Front Camera. It captures every detail around you because a 4K Dash Cam is not a gimmick, it's a game changer. With the Blackview DR900X Plus models, 4K Ultra High Res Front Camera, and Sony Star sensor in the rear camera, you can be sure that you'll capture all the important details during the day and at night. And nothing is more important than having video proof in case of an accident. A screenless, compact camera that hides behind your rearview mirror, the Blackview is managed from the Blackview mobile app. With Blackview seamless pairing, connecting to the Blackview app is a breeze. No need to enter pesky passwords anymore. Just wave your hand near the camera to confirm it's you, and then the app will let you browse recorded videos, change settings, or connect your dash cam to the cloud effortlessly. When you're away from your car, it's got built-in voltage monitoring so you can leave your car protected by Blackview's parking mode without fear of draining your car's battery or pair the Blackview to an optional aftermarket battery battery to extend the length of time that it can run when the car is off. Thanks to the optional LTE connectivity module, the Blackview DR900X Plus Series dash cam keeps you connected to your car from anywhere. This means you can receive impact notifications on your mobile, check on your car with remote live view, and rest easy knowing that live event upload saves impact footage in real time to the cloud, including the important five-second pre-impact buffer. The mobile hotspot function allows you to turn your LTE connected dash cam into a Wi-Fi hotspot for up to five devices. The DR900X Plus series is available now in four versions, with the front camera only, paired with a rear camera, an infrared interior camera, or an AI-powered driver monitoring camera. Have it your way, folks. Go to Blackview, that's B-L-A-C-K-V-U-E dot com slash T-S-T, and use promo code TIRE to get 10% off any Blackview dash cam. Free shipping for orders over $200. That's B-L-A-C-K-V-U-E dot com slash T-S-T. And use code Higher to get 10% off. Also brought to you by Evercoat Body Shop. You ever try to do body work at home? I'm guessing most of you haven't if you're not a professional. But it might be worth trying. It might be worth learning because Evercoat makes it super easy. Maybe you've just got a dent in your car that needs fixing. Maybe you're restoring an old classic. Evercoat Body Shop has the right product for your project. Evercoat takes the guesswork out of body work. It's a simple three-step process. Just prep, fill, and sand. Their perfect mix guide makes it easy to get the right ratio of filler and cream hardener. It dries in about 15 minutes, sands up to 50% faster than the competition, so there's less waiting around. Evercoat is the number one brand used by professionals, and they can help you get professional results too. Head on down to Advance Auto Parts and ask for Evercoat Body Shop products by name. Advance Auto Parts at Evercoat Body Shop. That's what's up, folks. Brought to you today by Policy Genius. Right? Insurance is not something most of us really want to think about until it's too late. Rising ins- inflation and insurance rates are concerning, but 
You can't skip out on it. You got to have it because trust me, I have been there. If you need insurance and you don't have it, you are in a world of hurt, my friend. But Policy Genius is here. Policy Genius can help. One of the easiest ways to save money is by reshopping your home and auto insurance policies. Policy Genius customers saved an average of $1,250 per year over what they were paying before for home and auto insurance. And if you're buying a home, so much going on, so much paperwork, so many inspectors and mortgage brokers and all these people, and odds are this stuff is confusing, but Policy Genius makes it easy to compare insurance quotes from the top companies so you can find your lowest price fast. Customers have saved an average of 350 bucks a year on home insurance, and if you're not sure what coverage you need or how to find the low price, you need Policy Genius. If your policies, your home and auto policies are up for renewal, and your costs have increased. Policy Genius can help you look for lower rates by shopping your home and auto insurance with Policy Genius, leading to savings that you can put towards your next home renovation or DIY project. All you need to do is go to policygenius.com to get started. Policy Genius will show you price estimates for policies that fit your search criteria. If you like what they find, they'll get you switched over for free. And customers who bundled their home and auto policies with Policy Genius saved an average of $1,250 per year over what they were paying before. The team at Policy Genius are on hand every step to help you make decisions with confidence. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance companies. Uh, they don't add on extra fees. They don't sell your info to third parties. And Policy Genius has earned thousands of five star reviews across Google and Trustpilot. So head over to policygenius.com to get your free home and auto insurance quotes and see how much you can save. Also, last but certainly not least, brought to you in part today by HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh. You know why? Because it's not meal planning. It's not like meal delivery service. You're not eating leftovers. You're eating fresh food. HelloFresh delivers fresh, quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week so you can have summer flavors right from home. You cook. They don't cook it for you. You cook, right? And I love cooking just like I love driving sports cars. That's the fun part to me. The cooking is delightful. What's not fun, just like driving sports cars, is the maintenance, the storage, the insurance, all this other stuff dealing with cars. It's so annoying I started a business to deal with it for other people because I understand how it works, right? And so the analogy here with food is the grocery store, figuring it out what you're going to make portioning everything appropriately, buying, having to buy unique spices to make the best recipes that you then sit in your cupboard for two months and you've now spent $12 on a spice for one recipe that you can never use again. HelloFresh has a list of up to 30 dinner recipes to choose from each week, the most choices of any, any of these people. And they've got foolproof step-by-step -step recipes. That means a joyful cooking experience and a stress-free summer. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with most meals ready in around 30 minutes or less. Uh, you can discover seasonal summer recipes like cucumber salad, stuffed pita pockets, chicken sausage, stuffed peppers, Tuscan spice shrimp, and so much more. You can get the vegetarian options. You can get the 
like super premium options. You can get the low calorie options. And HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant and even cheaper than grocery shopping. That's money back in your pocket. You can customize your favorite dishes with the new Hello Custom options by swapping out one protein or side dish for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals tailored to you. Uh, every HelloFresh meal that I've made at home and eaten has been very delicious. I've even kept those easy-to-read recipe cards on my uh, cookbook shelf so that if I wanted to make them like at a party later for more people, you know, because I just got HelloFresh for myself and my wife for those like weekday dinner at home kind of deals. But some of the recipes, I was like, man... I could like quadruple the ingredients in this recipe and make it for a party. And so I kept those recipes and I've gone back and made them later. So I love that. So go to HelloFresh.com slash SmokingTire16 and use code SmokingTire16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. You need to use that SmokingTire16 twice. Okay, so don't forget that. HelloFresh.com slash SmokingTire16, and then code SmokingTire16. All right, and that gets you 16 meals and three free gifts. And HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. All right, folks, on this episode of the program, my old pal Raphael Orlov is in studio. He has gotten a rude L.A. awakening by being late to the show, sitting in traffic for 30 minutes on the 10 freeway, as is pretty standard in this city. When there's a crash in morning traffic, everyone gets screwed. Uh, Raph was a mainstay at Jalopnik for a very, very long time. He's now working with me over at Road and Track Magazine, and although I'm reading his intro before he's here, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I assure you it will be good. Raphael Orlov on the Smoking Tire Podcast. A pre-show question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, not to be very New York, but Matt, are you Jewish? Yeah. I thought so. I'm wearing my bar mitzvah bracelet oh, still. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Are we 11, all 12, 94. No, Zach. Yeah. Yes. That's Zach we, doesn't look Jewish because he's adopted. <laughs> Correct. It's because of Clapman. Correct. Throws me off. Who <laughs> <laughs> was Clapmanstein? I'd be in there. Yeah, I know. I ran 23 and me, and so, I was like, oh, oh not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's fine. You're probably skipping out on some uh, whatever it is. He's got Gene he's got Nazi blood and Jewish education. That would be funny. If I had the, the guilt, but also the guilt. I have a wild fucking. I have Jewish ass- guilt, but actually for it's deserved. <laughs> for if you want to hear a wild fucking story, we I are about yeah. my estranged uh, German relatives. You can uh, if you can if you're capable of staying. Within a couple inches of the microphone, you don't oh, have my to wear God. headphones. Oh, okay. the, otherwise, you should because headphones keep you near the microphone. They're like a now, little leash. They are. <laughs> uh, wait, so you you led me on. Estranged German relatives? Um, my. Whoa. Oh, my God. Test. Audio test is good. That's okay. Um, Ignore the man behind the iron curtain. My dad's dad's oldest brother. Dad's dad goes. So your grandfather's oldest brother, grand uncle. That's a great uncle. A uncle. Sure, a that's a great uncle. Yes. Um, while they were in the process of fleeing Russia, mm-hmm. they did like a whistle stop tour of beautiful towns such as Chemnitz, Germany. <laughs> they had a real, they had a real like a nice time fleeing the pogroms. <laughs> um, so they yeah, so they left uh, whatever was Russia and is now I think Moldova, um, and they went they. Ended up going to America via Sweden, but Germany before that. And they uh-huh. were in this little like apartment complex in 
Chemnitz okay. uh, for a couple years, uh, which was just enough time to get the maid next door pregnant. Oh, um, I see. But not enough time, and also just enough time to like flee the country almost immediately thereafter. How Ameri- they So they sound like <laughs> Americans already. I mean, they, they were, really they were, they were Americans before they got here. <laughs> um, we didn't know anything about it, but um, the uh, the guy kept in touch. Uh, as did his son with the maid and her uh, child. Yes. Okay. Um, and then so there was a son produced. If I can remember my generations right, I think there was. I think that maid's daughter had a son. Okay. In uh, the 30s. Okay. Uh, and so here we have this woman who everyone sort of knows is half Jewish. But the the Jew in the picture is gone. Yeah. Uh, she's in a Christian family and she has a kid okay. in Nazi Germany. Yeah. This is a this is a big question. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's but there's no so there's not really any Jew documentation, right? People sort just, of know, just but the, it's not just super the, documented. Just the really, or what is what are we talking about? I mean, here? They did, apparently the, they were like measuring her head and shit, yeah. just like being like like oh. they would do. Yeah. They're like, we know you're Jewish. But how do you know something? But you can't something prove up. It. they were just like, oh, we can't pin this one down. Okay. Um, so they're in this town. Um, the thing that we don't, another thing we don't think about in Germany in the 30s was, uh, 30s and 40s, was there was a lot of like um, displacement. There were a lot of refugees, mm-hmm. just like people living, Germans living in Germany were getting displaced all over the place. So um, they got moved out of Chemnitz. Uh, they got moved to the next big city down, which was Dresden. Dresden was full. There was no room for any more refugees. Like, no, you may not stop here. You, you can't have stop. no room. You are full. Move on. They're, they're overnighting. Yeah, we two to leave before two can come in. <laughs> <all right. laughs> you on the list? I don't You're know. Li- oh, we're capacity. Sorry. We're capacity. They're on a hillside outside of Dresden overnighting. That's the night of the firebombing. Oh. So it was fortunate that it was full. It worked out. It worked out. They had a great view. <laughs> they had of a the great fire, view <laughs> of bombing. some, maybe, anyway. Um, they get displaced all the way down. They're like, all right, fine. They put them in this tiny ass town of like, I don't know, like a couple hundred people mm-hmm. in an alpine valley in the bottom of Bavaria. They're just like, Sounds nothing's nice. going to happen. Uh, and that is where they have been ever since. Oh, I didn't know. That is the happy ending. They're all right. They're I didn't good. know anything about them. Nobody knew anything about them. It was my dad who dug up some of these old correspondences. And when I was living in Germany for a year, he reaches back out. We take a train down. And there I am on the hillside in Bavaria. And you met them? Meeting... Yeah, my estranged relatives, one of whom is literally named Christian. They're just like a Christian. Have, how do we family. work around this? Call him Christian. They'll never bother. They'll never. Based on the relationship with the maid, I feel like when you met him, he also had his shirt open four buttons like you do, and you were like, "This is where I get so this you, swap." So, did you meet the <laughs> child and grandchild of the yes. of the original progeny? Is that how it worked? I met the the son uh, who was like getting his head measured. Who is my somehow my cousin and is also like seventy eight or something, like an old. Man. Yeah, well, if you said this is in the 30s, yeah. This. Um, and then I've also met the kids who are cool. That's Christian. Who nice. Directed, um, who does like car commercials? Really? And shit. He does car commercials? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. He did early drone stuff. He, did, oh, he was cool. like the first person to put a 5D on a drone. Really? And do oh, like cool. A, a film on it. That's awesome. And Did uh, you show up in like a press car? <laughs> no. And they were like, is that an M plate? <laughs> this is DTM. 
What is this? Um, Why do you have M plates? He had an Audi A1 when I knew him, which was oh, very A1's, cool. Yeah, A1's very cool. Um, but no, I was I bugged out the first the time, time I went to Europe, and I was like, A1? <laughs> The fuck is they this? go down that they low. Go down that low. <laughs> God bless or like them. and like with the first time I saw a Mercedes A class, like the do- the toaster looking one, I was like, "Wow, Mercedes fucking slums the fuck out of it yeah. over here." I was like, everyone's yeah. like, everyone was like the uh, when the CLA came out, they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Mercedes is reaching to like these new lows." And everyone else was like, "Is it new?" Everyone else is like, "Do you want to see what we are <laughs> buying over this, here? You want to see this cloth interior? <laughs> I would like to show you my toaster. It does." A class, actually, I, I like the A class hatchback, the old school yeah. German German joint. Yeah. We were, I rented one of those in Germany. It, it was awesome. Like when I was like when we were in high school, my friend mom like rented. That was like our rental car. The A class like, hatchback. It was cool. That's like the most um, front engined car to have rear engined energy. The mo, it's is it? Yeah, it is. For, yeah, that thing. <laughs> the engine is like under the front wheels. It's <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, I wonder if these are old enough to import yet. That Ooh. would be fucking dope. Ooh. Can you import an early one of these? Because I think they started in the late middle late nineties. Look at that picture of that teal. That teal means it's importable. Yeah, ninety eight, <laughs> dude. 98. <laughs> it's that That's color. Funny. The government That's is like, funny. just bring it in. Tell me your car is twenty five years old without telling me. Teal. Put it on the boat. You're good. Looks like ninety eight. Was it's like first, measuring age by radioactive isotopes. We were like, teal. That's that era. Yeah. It look, it's so funny how that design language made it to the ML here. You That's know what I right. Mean? Yes. That that car, it's like, we have to make this hatchback for Americans. And they just stuck a pump in it and went, th- 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 mm-hmm. and they made a giant SUV out of it. I mean, yeah. Right? There's That's some, crazy. There's some Russian oligarch who wanted uh, an ML. And they were like, no, we got an ML at home. And that <laughs> was the A class. When you met uh, Chris, was like, are you a Jew? Are you a Jew? Are you, did he measure your head? <laughs> yeah, he measured <laughs> That's crazy, though. Yeah. Um, it was wild. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's a mark of credibility to have, uh, to, have, to have a connection to Germany if you write about cars. Right. Right. Um, I haven't really exploited it. They were like, um, I think one of them like somehow knows opt. Like knows the Opt family. Oh yeah, I think opt, from like uh, the. That's you know, know like twenty when did you miles learn down that the road. Was opt and not uh, ABT. ABT. You know um, what I'm talking about, Zach? There's a tuner company, and it's named after a guy. I think his first name is Daniel. Sure. I think it's Daniel. There's it might, there's a father. And his a name son is now. His, his name's Opt, ABT. And but it's the other name, capital ABT tuning thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's not ABT tuning. It's Opt tuning. Yeah. It's <laughs> I didn't I did not know. It took me so long. It's an to extended fig- con against Americans. Figure <laughs> <laughs> out. I didn't know that it was opt for what? the What? It's the Weltweit Grüster tuner for Mark and Audi VW Skoda und Seat. I know. <laughs> Who knew? When I first cuz some there was some controversy, I forget what it was uh-huh. with the guy Right, and when they first started using the guy's like name, I was uh-huh. like, "That's his fucking oh, name." Oh, it is Daniel Op. Yeah, yeah, it's Daniel, yeah, yeah. right? Can, what was the controversy? I hate to bring it up. Right, Can I'll you it. look up look up Daniel Opt controversy? He, I forget what it was. It like, was related to cars. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, uh, you know. I don't know how German the scandal could be if it doesn't involve like. Um, it wasn't his company and the Formula E <laughs> it series. It was something. Uh, oh, sim the racing sim- scandal. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. No, he brought in a ringer in a sim race. Oh, that's what it was. No. He had a ringer in a sim race. That's what. Uh, Obd dropped by Audi over imposter. 
controversy. How rich can you Bro, be? Bro, how are you gonna <laughs> how are you gonna bring in a rigor in video games, dude? Like, like that's oh when you God. know the con the 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 stakes for playing video games are officially too high when people are bringing in ringers. I'll put that in my next contract negotiations. I want so much money that I hire a, ri- a ringer for my Dude, imagine game. like the gentleman driver. It's just like. Oh, it was in the Formula E virtual series. Yeah. And he tapped uh, Lorenz Horzinger in yeah. to drive for him. Yeah. Wow. That's why straight we need, up cheating. That's why we need driver monitoring cameras, dude. Yeah. Straight he, then up. He, had, he deep faked his own face. On the, <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't do that. But, he, but that's like, wow. isn't that, isn't that wow. hilarious? You, that's you a great drive for Quali and for the fifth event of the, is, the race in May 23rd. It's hysterical, right? Wow. <laughs> like, dude, like, <laughs> video, like, you, I mean, I understand that, like, people use video games and simulators, sorry, simulators to, that's like, right. get on actual race teams and shit, mm-hmm. but, like, Maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> the consequences are just too fucking high. <laughs> we can't be trusted with this. I mean, he got yeah, he got fired from Audi's <laughs> yeah. e-racing e- or uh, Formula E team. That's not yeah. small it's not potatoes. Good. That's a, that's I'll, a... I'll ask a question which uh, relates to both sim racing and your professional career. Um, so, in one of our pitch meetings at my new job, Road and Track, yes. where I'm deputy. Editor. What's your title, deputy editor? I deputy. F- editor. I forgot that until this moment. Deped. Deped. Um, Which means what? I'm just learning what DP. what titles actual like mean actually mean. Uh, I didn't know. Mike Guy was like, "I'd like you to be editor at large." I'm like, "Great, what's that?" Sick. No idea. <laughs> I'm out here. No idea what that means. Um, what's deputy editor mean? Uh, I do. Aaron Brown does the uh, the day to day stuff. I do the not day to day stuff. What the f- that doesn't help. What does that mean? It means that, well, there's like the short things and there's like figuring out like how news stories go up on the website and da, da, da. Okay. And then there's like um, uh, like investigations and big feature work. So are you directly under doing. Mike then? That's right. Okay, cool. It was Mike then you. Yes. Okay. I'm in charge of, I'm trying to think of the name for what I want to call it. Like, <laughs> I think it's going to be crime and scam. Just like any illegal activity, all of the the finagling. You just call it crime drama. scam. Just one word. Just like crime scam. Crime scam. That's crime that's scam. a good. It's a fun word. That's Keep my that. that's my department. Scams. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, that's awesome. Yes, that's a good gig. It's a great gig. Yeah, it sounds great. official as fuck too. When you say things like deputy editor, I'm deputy editor. Yeah. I've been deputized to edit. Editor at large <laughs> sounds like I'm on the run. You like, could. I was the editor, but now I've took, taken off with all the story ideas, and you have no <laughs> idea where I am. Well, one of the story ideas, so people keep t- people always bring up sim racing and stuff, and we were in the, I mean, it was when we were paying attention to car news, we saw all the Nismo Academy stuff. Yeah. And um, one, of our, uh, one of our writers, one of our editors, Kyle Kennard, was like, the thing that's changed is that now it's not like the latter is I'm going to do sim racing online and pivot to uh, career racing. It's like I'm going to do sim racing online and then I'm just going to like be a professional streamer. Like, oh, yeah. that's where the money is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to go through the trouble. And even of, like lower tier F1 drivers are like <laughs> making more on their like Twitch stream or whatever. Wasn't like George Russell like super fucking or streaming racing? Was it, was it Lando? Lando. Uh, Land- Lando? Other British human? Yeah, yeah. He, he was doing really well. He was big on it. Yeah. He, he was in early. Yeah, very good. I mean, that you're not wrong. I mean, I I think there's probably is a lot of fucking money in it, more yeah. so than most racing drivers make. Yeah, not F1 drivers, but more most. Yeah, yeah. I thought I that think, was very interesting, and I don't I know mean, if you encountered any sort of uh, 
any streaming revenue if you know any big streamers who are like yeah bro Corey like, Hosford yeah makes like most oh, of yeah. his living these days doing Twitch stuff yeah like, he's big in it yeah well and um, we had uh, we talked to um, Sonya Reed I mean mm-hmm. who does like video game Twitch yeah. stream stuff she does exceptionally well wow doing vi- if you're a if you're a female doing uh, streaming right yeah uh, as you can imagine the audience is like <laughs> mostly male and it's not to like I'm not I'm not mean, at all trying to discredit her hard work she fucking busts her ass this girl but like you should be if you are pay it, that's if job. you are yeah well fuck <laughs> I mean I, being a woman on the internet sounds awful but if you're uh, if you're working hard at that hustle and you're a female you can make real dollars I bet yeah damn I mean, I shout out. <laughs> I met. I went to. I went to uh, um, Bert Kreiser's show at the at the Greek Theater a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was super fun. And he had us uh, backstage afterwards. And I met this girl, and I think I talked about her. Um, her name was uh, Valerie, and she came up to me and was like, "I love your channel." And I was like. Someone told you to say that you're lying. You're <laughs> right. way too pretty to watch my fucking videos. Uh-huh. You do not. And she was like, "No, no, I do. I like. I'm into cars. I have all these cars." And I was like, "Oh, okay. really? What's your fucking story?" Yeah. And she's like, "I'm a thirst trap," and I'm like, "Come again?" <laughs> and her Instagram is get in the car. That's oh, her Instagram. I know who she is. Yeah. You know who she is now. <laughs> yeah. And okay. this was her COVID project, and she started wow. it. And she suggested Paige is coming she's right just, back to mine. She's just like full on, and her husband, she's married, she has right. kids, her husband is her cameraman. Oh my God. And this chick does silly car shit while letting her tits bounce. Hell yeah. That's that's her whole shtick. God bless. And, it's, and she's got like these sort of like... They're not. They're not. There's not a lot of nudity. She has like a OnlyFans or something where she does like actual nude stuff. But sure. on Instagram, she does this like this like sort of PG thirteen fetish stuff, which is like <sighs> there's mm. like she said she's like you won't believe how many guys are into girl in a bikini trying to start a car that won't start. What? Bro. Yeah, yeah. There's a very specific. She's like re- really specific about it. Wow. I actually kind of want to have her on the show because it's like the. The science want- of this type of shit, it's like, it's not just like, do the thing where the titties bounce. There's a very specific- Well, that's like, there's a kink that's like, people like watching a girl stuck in mud. Right. This is like that. Like, yeah. you're stuck in girls, the car. Girls Weird. trying to start a car that won't start. Driving stick shift in stiletto heels. Uh, well, that's gonna, another one. I'm not like, going to name this person, but I do know someone who- um, his, his professional career was making car ads. Also, uh-huh. not my cousin. Um, and uh, once he started uh, doing paid videos of like hiring models to crush toy cars with their feet, he was like out of the game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm like getting texts of just like, bro, the money is bro, how to control. Bro, these bitches are crushing like. They're literally just getting like model cars and just. That's yeah, it? put slow heel, crush a model car, oh have it God. on some paid service. Just that's easiest the, money the in the world, dude. Yeah. What a great scam. I love, love it. I, it makes me so happy when people find these like scams like that. Everyone is getting what they want. 
<laughs> yeah, like, I, I've great. got no like, issue. This is like ideal situation. Yeah, and it's like it's got to be you know it's safe for the women. They're not showing their faces, just right. a foot and a shoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's safe. You can show your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you, can do, you can do it yourself, dude. If you groom your feet nicely, dude. One of my I, I saw a TikTok once that it was this guy. He's like twenty three. He's just counting money, and he just says like, when you have girly looking feet and there's lockdown, you have an OnlyFans. And, That's hilarious. And so he just paints his feet, and guys think it's a chick. Yeah. Damn. I should really, I should really have this this chick over this come in and do over the science of it. Yeah. That's the one. She's on the calendar for tomorrow. She's coming in. I'm having lunch with her. That's oh, okay. that's her. You're like, can we record her? Yeah. It says Valerie lunch. That's her. Yeah, she's got a cool yeah. 67 Mustang. Yeah, she's got a she's got a couple a couple old muscle cars and like Amazing. the fucking the, she went I at at the after party at Bird Show. I talked to this bitch for 30 <laughs> minutes. I was enthralled, I, and it wasn't even like oh she's a cute girl. It was like tell me everything yeah. no, about I, this I really fucking weird know. thing that these guys are into, <laughs> putting on seatbelts. Girls oh, putting on wow. seatbelts, which is is like a crazy one. Amazing. Like, girl changing a tire, mm-hmm. like that. It, there's right. a whole like damsel in distress kind of angle, right? That, uh, yeah, right. that's it. Get in the car. Underscore the denouement. Yeah, the build up. This shit. I mean, it's exactly what I've just described. <laughs> Cha- oh yeah, changing uh, oh, changing no. your undershirt while driving. Oh that's my another god, one. that's another one that uh, these are innovations, dude. They <laughs> yeah, are. Wow. Forget my pitch meetings. Her pitch me like you've got to be so creative. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, imagine just looking at the analytics afterwards. Like, okay, the changing the shirt one has performed. Has the retention is uh, 48 seconds, but. Right. Start, if I crank the car and it does, <clears throat> like she's like pulling spark plugs, like because if it cranks longer for for this long without firing, like so if I can amazing. get it to crank for four more seconds without I starting, really, I can really get the engagement. The male human mind, just wow. Oh, <laughs> we are the dumbest amazing. animals. In the, it so wow. goes so far beyond the YouTuber face. Play us. Like I thought we were stupid because of the YouTuber face, but like oh, no, yeah. this shit is like oh yeah. You went through all that. Works. That was like the recent big so development. It's em- so embarrassing and stupid, mm. and it works so well <laughs> that it makes me want to kill myself. Now, was it? Is it just that you lost your shame, or did you have like an ego death moment where you were just like, "I'm doing it. This is my life now." No, like we or every or every time you do it, you're just like, "Our data at what guy, cost?" Our data guy was like, "Look, dude, you can increase mm-hmm. your engagement for like." No extra work. Like, there's no work. Zero. You just have to put your fucking face in the thumbnail and act like you're having an emotion. Yeah. Right. And with inflation, and the cost of crushing videos has gone up a lot. <laughs> so we need to that. raise our revenue. I can yeah. see that. I mean, and so it's all about, and it's at, for us at this point, it's about very small percentage numbers. And so, wow. like, if you can increase your engagement by. Hmm. 10 or 11 percent like it turns out that's like that's like a lot and so but it's but it's increasing engagement by like a hundred percent like if you look at the top top instagram posts of the last two months like and is it 10 of the 12 have my face in it well i go through all of your um uh industry knowledge um is it that there's a particular age group that clicks on it more or is it oh we don't have that everyone it's it's universal wow yeah they need to know that in this content is a person who's having an emotion. Right. And I just read an article this morning about uh, the use of paid ambassadors for like watch ads, like celebrity ambassadors. Okay. And they it pretty much said that like um, 
for for everybody, enthusiasts, non-enthusiasts, everyone, mm-hmm. having a familiar face next to the product you're advertising drives like massive positive engagement. Well, that's weird because all their thumbnails are going to have a face in them already. Yeah, they <laughs> they are. Sorry, every thumbnail's got it. That was a watch, but it joke. matters who face. So, oh, you mean a watch face? Like that a, was the worst joke. Wasn't a hopefully good, we wasn't tell a good joke. today. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't a great. It wasn't a great one, but I get it. Hey, you tried. You went. For I it. loved it. Honestly, I feel like um, that uh, there is a part of that that feels really craven, but there's another part of it which is really honest. And I would say the same to any of my writers. And it's that if you're doing something, there should be like a point. There should be like a thesis. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, here's a car. It's like. There's a car, it was good. There was a car, it was bad. It was unexpected. There was this. There should be a story. Yeah. There should be a point. There, there should be a point. I mean, there's that's what I think car writers try to strive for. We don't always find it. Hmm. But like... Yeah, but you set yourself up. If you if you get a car a week, yeah. you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure there. Sure. And that's why I don't... I mean, but, but the problem is with... with YouTube and content like that is you have to create Mm -hmm. that content in a regular basis. That's why I'm happy to work for Road and Track where I don't, where I only have to do, you know, one, quote, car review per month or two as opposed to eight. Something that you enjoy. Yeah, like, did did you see the thing I'm doing for the book next month with the Model T's? They haven't shown it to me. Oh, it's fucking All I cool. know, all I saw was that I was like looking through the spreadsheet and it's like Matt Farah and I'm expecting like um, Lamborghini Diablo that has like turbos in the front seat. Oh man, I'm and instead it's I'm like pigeonholed. Model T. And I'm but like, well, this is going to be interesting. Super modified Model Ts. It's both ends. It's a Model T because the Model T is what, where aftermarket started, yeah. right? And so it's it's one, two Model Ts the same day. One is modified for ultimate off-roading ability, oh, and then shit. one is a race car, like wow. an indie-style race car. It's fucking cool. The photographs we got are amazing. Well, what? Uh, yeah, what were they like? So the off-roading one was amazingly capable, as right. they are. They were built for it. Yeah, yeah. And this one is, like, beefy as fuck. It has 12 gears. Oh, my God. So much low range. <laughs> uh, it had, like, steel you know, steel wire wheels. And it's a bicycle, brakes. you mean to say. <laughs> as opposed to wood, <laughs> right. you know. But it would chug up, like, fucking dope shit. Right. And then the, the, the race car weighed, like, 900 pounds. Oh, my God. It had, like, 60 horsepower. It was scary as fuck. The tires were two inches wide. You could drift right. it. You're sitting on the gas tank, I imagine. The gas tank's behind your back. Wow. You're sitting right behind. You're sitting in a the least supportive. <laughs> this seat wouldn't qualify as a bar stool. It was literally like no. How did it take them so long to figure out like bucket seat? It, they didn't figure out that young because a more expensive <laughs> car from that period, like a Mercer Raceabout or a Stutz Bearcat, right. had a little oh, more. Okay, a little. Zach something. and I drove a Packard from 1902 that had pretty good lateral support. Wow! But this Model T was like, hang the fuck <laughs> on, because you're gonna you're gonna sail off this bitch. But the uh, the photography you may have to jump out of this ride at any time. <laughs> the photography is really amazing. I don't know if you ever worked with that um, Which uh, guy? Todd Blue something. No, uh, Blue Bluebaugh. Todd Bluebaugh. Okay, I've said this like three times on the show, but I'll tell you again because it's crazy. This motherfucker shows up mm-hmm. with a bobber motorcycle. Yeah, hardtail. No, no, like easy rider. <laughs> Motorcycle with a hand clutch, uh, a, a suicide right. shifter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he's he's like, oh, what are you doing? That's cute. And he's riding 
on track. We're doing car to motorcycle to car. Right. And he's shooting with a fucking a DSLR with one hand, riding this bobber <laughs> with another hand, and the sh and getting the shots of and it's like all right, he'll go in the crazy. next feature. This guy's this 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 should do a show a whole feature about this fucking lunatic. And then he did that for the off road one too. Oh my god! Then he rode this fucking no suspension <laughs> motorcycle down this dirt Sir. road. I was like, I was like, you are completely out of your mind. Yeah, yeah, crazy. You know, everyone gets their kicks. I mean, every car photographer has something about them that's yeah. kind of nuts. Yeah, hundred percent. Tom Morningstar. Mm -hmm. We'll just like climb a cliff. <laughs> I need to get this shot. Like, no, you don't. But it's like, you, you really didn't it. actually you really didn't have to do this. But like, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, like everyone, every car photographer has some like real. What was the craziest shit you've ever seen a car photographer do? Can you recall? Oh, I put you my put God. you under some pressure. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, the dumbest shit I ever did was I just remember being in um at Tim O'Neill and just being waist deep in snow for an entire morning, <laughs> which has maybe done some damage to my body. Um, I can't remember, but I haven't been on that many like shoot shoots. Yeah. Usually like I'll do like a little, I'll throw a little something together and I'll I'll just take a picture. I've seen some pretty just, just usually it's something to do with hanging out of a car and in a very dangerous way. I mean, Tom oh, Morningstar right. shot backwards out of a GT500 convertible mm -hmm. At 165 miles an hour at the, on the banking of Daytona, which, like, with zero safety equipment at all. Just kneeling backwards against right. the back seat, mm -hmm. fucking shooting. It was crazy. There must have been something in the TV show. I can't even remember. No. My nothing, brain. Nothing. It's fried. A, yeah. It's mush. Too much Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, most of the gray matter has come out of my ears by now. <laughs> Are you writing any car? I mean, you're driving a press car right now. Are you actually writing anything? You just editing, editing all the No, shit? I've been roped into doing. I'm writing about the press car. I'm writing about the. Uh, I'm here for a Why launch here? as well. What launch? I'm here for the. I'm here. I tell you, 100 percent for the podcast. The launch is a is a plane ticket. What is the launch? It's a Bronco R, Bronco Raptor. Oh, oh really? Excuse me. Yes. We didn't get invited on that. Damn. So That's gonna be I've fun. I've got four seats in Where the car. Where is it? In Borrego Springs? In Palm Springs. Okay. Though maybe outside of it. That's gonna be cool, though. Yes. Like the Ford Raptor, the pickup truck launch was a, was really fun. Wait, really? What am I in for? I haven't been on We're a launch in, in off roading. Well, it's not. I'm not. True. I don't know where a hotel you're staying or anything. But like, I do. those off roading launches are fun as fuck. Like, I I have a thing about off roading. And I have done, I've done jeeping. Uh -huh. I don't think I've done West Coast off-roading yet. I don't sand? Think I've, you haven't done any sand? <clears throat> no high speed, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm having, a, I'm having a moment where I'm realizing that the outdoors are better the slower you go. So I have come at a wrong time emotionally for this drive. Because <laughs> 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 if you think about it, yeah. like, I'm, you're like, wow, I'm going to go all the way out into the desert. I'm going to go see uh, the natural splendor of California. And I'm going to see it as a blur outside <laughs> yeah. of my window of my air conditioned car. Yeah. Like, just get out. Just well, walk. I, I mean, I think you'll probably also drive slowly. And enjoy yes. some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll also get to drive. I mean, driving fast off road is pretty fun. Yes, it is, especially in the right in the right vehicle in sandy washes. Mm -hmm. You're sliding around. You're doing some rooster tail stuff, hitting some some jumps. I did get it to is do fun. I did get to do some like silly high speed truck driving, but it wasn't off road. I drove one of those. Um, it wasn't a stadium super truck. Oh. It was like your uncle Joe's. 
stadium like super home truck built that home he built runs in truck. like a, a tour of Pennsylvania State Fairs. <laughs> <laughs> Still probably fun as fuck. It had though, wasn't like it? it was a Bronco. Tons of body roll. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was like a Bronco two or or three or one of them. It I had think it like stops at two. It had like seven or nine hundred horsepower. Uh, I bet it was great. It flew through the air. It was incredible. Was it fun to jump it? Yes, yeah. and landed like a pillow, as yeah. you would imagine. Yeah. But also, if anything broke down, I was like in a, I was in an arena. I was in a state fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As opposed to if I was in a Bronco Raptor and I had a, you know, something broke off. Well, that's why it's good to be on the launch because they have like support staff. It's okay. not like I understand like just being like, I bought this thing. I'm going to go into the middle of nowhere where no one will ever <laughs> find me and push this vehicle to its limits. Like that can be stressful. Like I get that. Yes. But on a launch, like they're all out there. It's fine. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. Uh, you know what? You know wait what you second. should really. You know what you'd really like? Okay. Wait. Continue. I no. have done a. Mm-hmm. I have a high done a high speed desert thing that I forgot about. What was it? Um, I did. I drove the car that won Dakar. Oh well, yeah, that counts. How do you forget these things? I don't know. Your brain is made of mush. Um, I flew to Dubai. What was it? What I kind flew, of car was it? I flew, drove one of the minis. Oh yeah. Oh really? In like That's fourteen awesome. or something. Oh, I remember that they were having folks drive that thing. Yes, it was a pretty beefy ass mini. Yes, it was like a proper mini. I mean, no one knows what it was. Yeah, that thing. There's me. It basically um, just had a fucking uh, mini body. I'm on, on it. top speed. I fucking made it. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> year old Raph was stoked. Um, yeah, they wouldn't let you see anything because all of it is like super proprietary and. No, like no one has seen where the engine is in that car to this day. <laughs> where, yeah, where do you guess it is? It's suppo- I what people understand is it's like a it's like a six cylinder diesel that's on the floor. Uh-huh. It's like on the floor, like laying down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But no one knows. It for looks sure. cool as fuck. Was um, it fun? Yeah, it was incredible. Um, I was that like, counts as high speed desert, by the way. In yeah, in case you're wondering, I did do it. it looks I did a lot great. of that. I'd oh my love god! To have a fucking Except go in that. That is the like. Okay, so I'm gonna be driving <laughs> a Bronco Raptor, which is a high speed desert off road vehicle. It's not because it's just a truck that has like fancy suspension and yeah. a lot of horsepower. This thing has onboard jacks, <laughs> like way yeah. to reinflate your tires. Like that's for, ac- if you actually need to get from A to B yeah. in the, across open desert, you need a lot. <laughs> you yeah. need a lot on Yeah, board. yeah, you know, the, the Bronco, see what, what Ford has done, and I think intelligently with the Raptors, the truck, and and I'm assuming the Bronco, I haven't mm-hmm. driven it yet, is they know this thing is 95% streetcar. Yeah. And so they make it a good streetcar that mm-hmm. can also do Sick some shit. shit for the gram. Like yeah. that's pretty much it. Like we've shown, like they've shown, like you can break a Raptor pretty heavily <laughs> if you try and do proper, you know, right Baja shit in it. Yeah, but for a streetcar that still has to be a good streetcar, love it. Yeah, it's so it'll glad be cool. it exists. The Bronco Raptor looks tough. It'll probably go pretty pretty good. Yeah, It'll probably fun. They've also really successfully innovated in figuring out how to make a Bronco more expensive. Which is <laughs> yeah, good for them. Yeah, I don't think you could make it too expensive these days. There's Broncos in the Dupont. I just got the Dupont registry this month, and there's Broncos <clears throat> that are 100k in that bitch. Do they send you that early? Jeez. Are you like um? No, like a I'm just a premium su- subscriber. No, I'm just a regular, regular subscriber. It's a business. You're on their Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> they've really, I'll, uh, they've really, they've re kind of. Uh, John Neff is running that magazine now. I know that name? Yeah, remember him? And they, um, they've really done a lot more editorial 
Um, it's not just like the whole first two thirds of the magazine is like car reviews and stuff like that. They've gone in a real like Rob report direction right. with it, which they had to because it was getting OG. Every Bloomberg needs a how to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> or is you that know, Wall Street need, Journal? One of we them. really need. Uh, I, I think. I think the billionaires they don't have enough to do or right. to spend their mm-hmm. money on. We really need to focus on them and what their needs. They're struggling, are. and they need our help. <laughs> they're, they're too much money. <laughs> they're too goddamn bored, and we need to find more ways for them to spend money. Yeah, on stuff. we gotta innovate. Um, you know what you'd probably like? Electric off-roading. Oh yeah, that's that really would right. that mm-hmm. would go into your sensibilities of enjoying nature. Quiet. We took the Rivian off roading. Oh yeah, and it was absolutely delightful. I get a lot. Of, a lot of people send me photos of those things because they're uh, they're like, uh, I don't know if it's a corporate office or they have like a big depot in Bushwick. Uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's too hip. It's no. They need to be. <laughs> that's where they need to be. They, is it is it, so is like, it a delivery center or is it one of those like they have hubs? an office? Is it the hub? I think it's like a hub. Yeah. So, so like, that's I always why. get photos from like my like artsy fartsy types who don't care about cars and Dude, it's like a Rivian on you a thing. Really like, should. I, th- I think you have time. I think because we have to end this show at nine forty-five, okay. and you will have a few minutes. Mm-hmm. You should go to the Rivian Hub in Venice. <laughs> okay, it is the hoity-toityest <laughs> shit you've ever seen. They saw Tesla go in by the High Line. They were like, "We need to like, up, dude. It. We need to, like <laughs> they're like, and we really like their truck. Like straight up, right. Zach and I had a great." time driving the Rivian. Mm. It drives beautifully. Right. It's stupid fast. Right. It's made really well. Yeah. Like very few complaints about the Rivian's product. Mm-hmm. But their image their positioning is pure unintentional comedy. Yeah. I mean they're the you, they're trying to position yourself as like Avocado green yeah. vegans <laughs> while selling an 830 horsepower, 7,200 pound truck is just comedy genius. They were like, we dug up the entire nation of Chile to build yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have gardening classes at the Rivian Hub. You could go there right now and take a gardening oh class. Like, bro, how many plants I got to plant to offset this fucking 120 kilowatt hour battery? Pack? At the mineral mine, you we have child sized <laughs> kale shakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The interior leather yeah. is vegan. Uh, by vegan leather, do you mean plastic? Because right. I'm pretty sure that's what vegan, <laughs> vegan leather is. The child is. labor extracting this cobalt, <laughs> they also have a daycare there. <laughs> they recorded the chirp for the door unlock button uh, live at Yosemite National Park. That's beautiful. It, it's Wait, tr- did it's, they actually do that? Yeah, it's true. Oh, my it's, God. I was like, the guy told me that. I was like, don't ever say that to anybody ever again. What is Yosemite for? If not, if not recording, recording a squeak sound, <laughs> chirp sound. If you from... can't turn nature into a marketing <laughs> yeah. ploy, what is she doing? Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, we went off-roading with it, mm-hmm. and it's really nice to just like open the windows and you are in nature and you don't you don't hear car. Right. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's super, nice. super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was nice. And I did see the Rivian SUV in Vegas. Oh yeah. And it looks awesome. It looks great. It might might be. If I could get one, it might be next on the list when the uh, Mach E lease runs out. Fair. There's no great way for me to tell this story over a podcast, but I was recharging a Mach E mm-hmm. uh, in some strip mall on the East Coast and was approached as electric car drivers are. Uh, by someone who had a story to tell about their electric car experience. <laughs> and it was someone who had seen the Fisker SUV 
and then had heavily invested into Fisker oh, and wanted no. to know if it was a good idea. Oh, oh no. my God. And I have never been so urgent and, <laughs> and firm in my conversation in my life. What you, what he was, was like, response? you don't understand. I've made a 100% return. I was like, great. Get Sell. out. Sell now. Run. Can you do it now? Get on the phone. This is an urgent <laughs> matter. Call your broker today. Like He was like, I don't know. The car looks great. I was like, okay. My mom tells me a story um, about my older brother when he was growing up. Um, and she was trying to give him the talk of if someone drives up in a van and offers you free candy, don't go in. And my brother was very smart, too smart, goes, no, mom, it's okay. I'll go in, take the candy, and then leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my mom was like, Jacob, <laughs> there is no candy. <laughs> There's also no leaving. <laughs> and I wanted to tell, I, like, I was trying to give this guy that there is no candy talk. <laughs> it's not that the car looks, you can't get the good car and then leave. It's, yeah. Anyway. The pro I mean, there's a lot of problems with Fisker. Mainly that that the last good looking car they built was the BMW Z8. Yeah. Uh, but at, but also that they've never made a good car under their own name ever. Right. But now we've got this Fisker Ocean uh, crossover thing. Yeah. But it's it's so late to the game that like you could literally get the Kia electric crossover <laughs> By the time that this and it is looks out. just as avant-garde as this you could right. have it now like hyundai and kia are mm -hmm. actually beating the super coach builder from fucking europe <laughs> right. at this game right now you know and like, they have a, a larger support network with service yeah. centers and whatnot yeah, yeah. Like, i don't know i mean have you been to have you been to well i guess not recently but when was the last time you were in china Never, never been in China. Ah, uh, you should go because what, what am like, I going to do there when I go? You're going to see a neo on the street, and you're going to—it's going to change your mind. A neo, yeah. Help me here. What is a neo? Uh, it's like a big. Is that a manufacturer? It's a manufacturer. Okay. It's one of the big Chinese EV manufacturers. Um, and they're at they an IO or an EO. Oh, neo. an IO. The Neo, that EP9. We talked about this well, recently. Yeah. I don't uh, know anything if the um, if the sports car actually exists or anything. Oh. But if you click that um, SUV thing, the blue, the little blue guy up top there, the China only electric. This SUV. is not a car that is going to come out. This is an electric SUV that has been out for years. Really. And they're on the street, and it's just like, it's a totally different. Like, we live in an alternate universe where we're like, wow, someday we're going to have, like, a cool, fancy-looking EV SUV. <laughs> no, like they've had this shit for, like, a minute. And it's just been out. Actually, EVs are probably great because, like, China, like, they've not built great engines. Mm. You know, it's their, their internal yeah, combustion. It. Like, skip right over that shit, right? Like, you ever go to, um, like, when we went to, um, if you go to a certain, like, um, it's like the countries that skipped a landline. And I was about to, to go straight to that. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, is the companies that have no modems or any of that shit, but yeah. they, you're in the middle of the, We were in Thailand. Mm -hmm. We're in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> it's like, you're telling me I have 5G <laughs> out here? Like, what the fuck? Like, they have skipped straight over yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just in Uruguay. Shitty cell service. It's very disappointing. Damn. But a lot of those countries, the Italian, Tahiti, ta French Polynesia, the Oceania, <laughs> mm -hmm. fucking amazing cell service. Yeah, wow. they skipped right over the landline. Incredible. Yeah, but you're right. What I were mean, you doing in Uruguay? Uh, I was on vacation with my dad. Well, that sounds that sounds really nice. It was interesting. I've always wanted to go. Have you? You've always wanted to go to Uruguay? Uruguay, Bolivia. 
I would say if you Montevideo seems like a cool place to hang out. Yes, uh, we were in the countryside. I know. <laughs> we went. We went bird hunting. It was like that. You went bird hunting. Yeah, real old white guy shit. Wow. Yeah. What did you murder? <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> oh my god. Perdiz, which is like a quail. Okay. Duck and dove. Wow. Yeah. Those are fine. You eat them. It's like a chicken. They are, yeah. If you eat chicken and you buy your chicken in a store, yeah. you should really have no problem <laughs> with someone killing and eating a wild I did game not, bird. Not to take us completely off topic, but I didn't know there's mm-hmm. an extremely short um, hunting season of some sort of weird California-only, like, I don't know if it's a quail or a pigeon. There's like some weird large California-only pigeon. I don't know. I've, you know, I've never hunted And you can California. hunt them for like... Five days of the year, <laughs> really? you get three. <laughs> and that's your, is that your limit? Three? I don't know if it's, it's like three or five. If or you're something. bird hunting and your limit is th- that's a really low limit for a bird. They like only live. There are bald eagles are rare. <laughs> I fucking saw a bald eagle hunt. You ever see one in the wild? Mm-hmm. A bald eagle in the wild is a crazy thing to see. Resplendent. They're, yeah, dude, you ever see one in the wild? I've been to Alaska. They're fucking I have seen huge. Them like crows. They're so big. <laughs> yeah. I fucking I was out hunting birds in in uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and a fucking bald eagle flew in. This thing must have had a four foot wingspan, and I just I was just one of these, like, like stopped dead in my tracks. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, they're big birds. Yeah, and there were eagles when we were doing the doves. There's eagles. They know what the fuck is up down there. <laughs> right. You obviously can't hunt an eagle, and nor would you because they're like super fucking majestic. Right. But they were hovering. You know, like gliding on the wind, you know, mm-hmm. into the wind, just sort of fucking stopped in, in mid soar, you know, just waiting for you to leave dead doves behind right. for them to come just yoink. Did yeah. you? Were you kind to the eagles? Did you give them? Yeah, one, one of the things, because doves are like the invasive species. Oh my God. And so you kill a lot of doves. The Purdy's yeah, and the ducks have low. I don't, I didn't actually, I was on the last show I talked about this. I didn't actually enjoy the killing of a lot of doves. It got a little morbid and creepy. Um, but it's the stalking that he enjoys. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was is. like the Rambo. Following. You're just. Taking them out left and right. Yeah. You're like, at what cost? There were a couple guys on the strip that were doing that. But like they, oh they eat all the crops. Like you're you're okay. they've figured out in, in Uruguay how to get Americans to pay money to do pest control for them. That's there's so many of that them, they're like super invasive, they eat all the crops. Yeah. So you fucking go down there and you kill them. And they that you eat them. They yeah. taste very good. Um, but also they feed predators with them. To keep oh, yeah. the predators away from their chickens and right. shit, mm-hmm. so they put dead doves on like the far sides of right. the field where the foxes and wolves oh and God. shit go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, a whole thing. Not like chumming the water. If you listen to every show, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but yeah, <laughs> if you listen why. to the show, there are there is well, uh, nothing interesting about the car culture in Uruguay. Actually, that's what? not true. That's not true. There was a couple interesting cool things. You can there, there's a hundred percent import duty. On cars, I still in think Uruguay. about your video on those tuner school buses. Oh, Panama! Yeah, Panama's cool as fuck. Panama's got car culture, I'm and sorry. everyone should go to Panama. All City. of your little car culture reporting, great, love it. I wanted to do a whole show that was just like that school bus thing. Mm-hmm. That was the Bourdain of cars, like pilot right. that nobody wanted. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like my show that got one season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyone can make one season. Yeah. Um, That's darn in, right. So in Uruguay, though. Pre nineteen seventy five, okay, no import duty. Whoa. So there's actually a bunch of classic American cars, like sixties uh, mm-hmm. stuff that that runs around down there because they can import it. 
They also have all of the weird zombie GM cars. I don't. Do, the did you weird pay attention GM to this? Cars. What? Uruguay and another country which I will not name because I really want to do a story on it. Okay. Uh, have some of the oldest new cars on sale. Oh. So I like yeah, like they'll 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 buy the tooling and still make them shits down there. Right. Yeah. You can get a um. Yeah. You can get a uh, like what would it be? It would be like a. A uh, GM sold Chinese built uh, copy of a like a, di- a like day- a Daewoo a or day- a Daihatsu yeah. wagon that came out in like 1988. Yeah, it's like so we saw that in Mexico too. The the, yeah. su- the Nissan Suru, yeah, which was like the Sentra from the 90s <laughs> that you could buy until like a year ago. Right. Um, one of the trucks we took to the hunts was a uh, was a, sh- a Chevy Colorado diesel, like mm-hmm. a current. A current yeah. one, mm-hmm. but it's it sold as an S10 down there, and Love I was it. very excited. I was like, "The S10 lives!" <laughs> Yo, uh, also what I saw in China, they sell a Chevy Monza. Really? Yeah, it's like some random sedan, and they're just like someone they in got some the department tra- dug it out alive, and it's they Monza. What are we it gonna up. call this fucking thing? <laughs> we Monza. Say something. I uh, I would like to go to China actually. It's a, right. it is a place like I'm. Kind, I just like it's so huge. Like to say. It's like where do I go? Yeah. What do I do? I don't. I might have to figure out like how to to get a, a guide or some kind of a press launch or some reason to go there. Or I really want to do um, uh, go to Taiwan and do Taipei because the bike situation there is very interesting. Like motorcycle bike or bicycle bike? Like every bicycle is made in like one factory <laughs> in <laughs> Taiwan. Oh, really? I, and I, I want to go. That makes sense because you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, like. Western media is like set up to be like, all right, faceless corporation, no, no, whatever. But like, there are people who've been building bicycles there for like decades, and so like, that if you if you go into like some random bike shop, what I've been told, it'll be like all it'll be like people who are like, yeah, I've like all these stories and weird parts from like 1980s and 1990s, and just that like tons of like, just like no one really gives a shit, but like super cool weird bike shit. Stuff going on. that we get here and it gets exported to here, or is it all like stays local? They've just been. It's just local <laughs> stuff that's like we think of as being like normal, or whatever, and it's just like no, we that's all from here. Are you a bicycle enthusiast, or is it? Are yes. you just more a factory enthusiast? Mm. I mean, you live in Brooklyn, so you must have a fixie. Yeah. Do you? It was a sign. No, I don't have a fixie, but I do have a... <laughs> Welcome to Brooklyn. I did, Welcome to Bushwick. I Here's did have your a day fixie. where I like, came back and I was like, ooh, I'm really bushed from my day <laughs> of riding my vintage motorcycle or my vintage bicycle to like a coffee shop to get a croissant yeah. and then go to get my film developed. And I was just Bro, like... Bro, my neighborhood is full of that shit too. There's mad fixies in Venice, so I can't, I can't yeah. talk shit. But are you a bicycle enthusiast? I am, yeah. Okay. Do you I'm have a cool f- bicycle? I've got a couple that I've fixed up. Really? And done all sorts of weird stuff. I actually bought some bike parts uh, yesterday. From what it, like? What do you What do you do to your bicycles? Um, well, it all started with a bad idea uh-huh. that I was like, I can get the performance of an expensive modern bicycle by simply buying a shitty old one on Craigslist and fixing it up with modern parts. I've never heard anyone apply that logic anywhere else. Many, <laughs> many dollars and hours later, I have a collection you have, you have a of- You touring bicycle. Yes, exactly. I have a, I have a collection of pro-touring bicycles. That's kind of cool. You get like old Schwinn frames from the 70s and stuff and yeah. put new stuff on them. I cracked a 88 Schwinn frame in uh in Vermont and had a uh, had someone hand braise <laughs> new parts to Sounds it. Like you could have probably afforded a new bike and just gotten the <laughs> new bike at any time. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm committed. I'm gonna Does do it, this weird shit. It, so it, I mean, it, one of the biggest differences with an old bike and a new bike is like weight, 
right? The old bikes are a lot heavier, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you put the new shit on the old bike, also sometimes that... they're really rusty, which <laughs> I did not think about going into it as a California boy. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I had, yeah, that was like a new one for me. Do they ride nice? Yeah, these they ride great. Bicycles? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I mean, so like there's been great advances in like aluminum and carbon fiber, but steel is basically just the same old steel bike. So, um, yeah, I have like some old, uh, for like 200 bucks I can get like a handmade bicycle from like Italian steel tubing. And that if that's I were to buy cool. it today, it would be like $2,000 or something. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it's like, I guess, easy to work out in your living room, basically, right? It's oh, like my easy, God. Like... Cars are such a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can work on it on my, in my, yeah, in my living room, on a porch, in my kitchen. I mean, you shouldn't be working on it in your kitchen, but. I have a very good friend who works, uh, who restores motorcycles in his living room, in his oh. apartment in Santa Monica. He I got brings them in the fucking elevator. The building that where I had my car parked went co-op, and I got booted out to street parking. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not touching this thing again. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just gonna work on bikes where I can like make a coffee and completely tear this thing down and yeah. put it back together. I, I, if I wanted to like get into mechanical shit, I mean, like I, I don't work on cars, and I don't care enough to. Right. But I would start with bicycles. That yeah. Seemed, I fixed, I fixed my own bicycle like twice at home mm-hmm. and I felt really fucking accomplished afterwards. I felt really good about myself. Pulled up a YouTube tutorial. Fuck yeah. Set felt up. good about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the Brooklyn bike culture really, like do people appreciate your pro touring bicycles? Does anyone notice? I try and keep them looking as shitty as possible. Oh, that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good move. Um, every so often someone will be like, oh, that's cool. And that's it. It's that's a sleeper it. bike. It makes my life. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, I see what you did there. And I'm you like. Could, you could even go further down and get into Modifying watches, oh. start doing fucking Seikos at your death. Modifying watches. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Like what Seikos, especially. Oh my People God. modify them. I yeah. love this. Yeah, yeah, I don't like watches at all, and I it, they're one of the things that I like. Um, I sort of generally avoid just because I'm like, let someone else deal with it. Sure. Um, but that does sound fun. Yeah, you know, Bozy. Yeah, he got into. I got him into modifying watches, and he bought like this big fucking box of parts on eBay, and he was just that's like, that's dangerous. You know what kind of personality he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be like, hey, did you know someone can modify a watch? And then he's like, already like, yeah. well, these are the best tools that yeah. I'll buy. So it's yeah, better yeah. if I get the ones from Germany or Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I, I man, I don't. I've never thought about like pro touring bicycles though. That sounds like actually kind of a fun thing to be doing. Yeah, you can do all sorts of weird shit. Like, um, uh, I re based a frame uh, to fit like a new wheel size so I like got like a literally like stretch the fucking thing out went into a shed and got like a steel rod and like pried the bike open all sorts of weird it sounds like the structural integrity may have been compromised that's what you would think but steel <laughs> very bendy <laughs> actually worryingly bendy once really? you oh, like were you widening the the forks in the rear so they could fit a wider tire or not a taller wheel yeah a wider hub okay right in right, the right. idea oh, that i would hub, then be right. able to fit a wider tire right, it right, turns yeah, out yeah. the triangles actually the pointy pit <laughs> part stays really pointy um, <laughs> <laughs> oh because you didn't like man you didn't open the top like you can't yeah, open yeah. the top. You right. only open the back. That's hilarious. And then it's at a little bit of an angle at the bottom. <laughs> Have you ever seen the lowrider bicycles out here? I, actually, that would be a really fun project. Those I would love to do that. Those are the fucking jam. They're yeah. like real. They're 10 feet long. Yeah. They pull trailers mm-hmm. sometimes, matching trailers. They have the speaker on them. I was a youth um, when riding on my scraper bike came out. I've been, I've been keeping an eye. And there's BMX culture here, too. Yeah. But you know, they that's now, out of, have you that's seen they now make league. like adult-sized BMXs? 
in the city, that's all you see. Like it's like nothing like the but big, the twelve o'clock the boys big, are big. on are unmotorized. Mm-hmm. Are they in Brooklyn? Are there fucking twelve o'clock bo- motorized boys yet? There are a lot. There of, are. There are a lot of twelve. Fucking boys. crazy. Bless their hearts. I mean, it's the it's the it's how casual they are. That's what yeah. makes it. The it's casual. a guy going down Atlantic <laughs> Avenue, like. Top up, and he's just sort of looking around, yeah. just hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> he's His like, balance how, is superior. How's the view up here? <laughs> here they do it on Venice Boulevard on, on that road on quads, <laughs> like an ATV, right. like not even like one foot this, down. Not even yeah. like this thing could have a plate. It just doesn't have it today. Like, yeah, like, I don't think they're legal in California at all. Of course not. Yeah. You can't rent a quad on the street. I saw a guy the other day going down Venice Boulevard with his girl on the back, yes. and the girl was doing this. She was leaning back and then just dragging her hand on the ground. No gloves. Got steez. Just, just hand on uh, the ground. Steez. I think um, not to make this an LA New York thing, but I don't think you can be as illegal on the street in LA as you can be in New York. I think there's a level of illegality oh, that's, that, that's higher. Because I saw a guy ride a side by side over the Verrazano Bridge, and I, I was changed. <laughs> There's, I mean, the cops really do have a lot of things to do here, and so they don't focus on the, the small things like riding a quad on the street. Right. A side by side over the Verrazano Bridge is pretty heavy. It feels more, yeah, like you're There's doing a, something. There's against. a new trend in Venice of buying vintage. Golf carts, okay, like you'd see from like fucking Caddyshack, yeah. like a Rolls Royce nose the on grill, them, yeah, 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 and just riding them shits around and Love parking that. them wherever, like no one gives a fuck in front of the bar on the sidewalk. This should be made extra legal. They should. I can't, I can't tell you how much. It's like, green. It's a green initiative to continue <laughs> our just rattling off like exotic locations we've been. You've been to Italy. Yes. You've seen the situation with like just parking a scooter on the sidewalk yep. or parking a tiny whatever. It's very civilized. We should be encouraging the use of like custom vintage uh, golf carts yeah. being parked literally in, in, The difference in like Europe in uh, in Europe, not just Italy, but especially fucking Italy, like parking isn't necessarily like a revenue generator, like parking violations. Yeah. Right. If you park somewhere mm-hmm. and you're not blocking traffic. It's cool. You're yeah. fine. Just leave it there. Listen. If you're not literally blocking someone's driveway or the road, it's just all good. All right. It's well, not about, a, it's not about a, this curb being painted red. Well, that one do a story red. on these vintage golf carts, and I'll be happy. I, I, okay. Yeah. Just roll around. Yeah. All right. I'll, fi- I'll find the guy. There's a guy who's, uh, it's who lives up the modified. road for me? Who's on the one I'm talking about with the Rolls Royce nose? Yes, it has fucking tassels hanging from the roof too. And this dude's like a big fucking meathead. He's like a <laughs> right. young guy. He's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. Meathead. He's head an actor. The, head through the clock and top. Uh, and he just fucking roll. He's got chicks on this thing all yeah. the time. He's always running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go flag him down and yeah. uh, and I'll take a ride in that thing. That would mm-hmm. be fun. Actually, that would be a fun story. Just wave a notebook at him. There would be a story of like, what if I did a story. <laughs> <laughs> where I did progressively more illegal thing. Not not like dangerous, but like flagrant. Like, okay, today it's golf cart. Tomorrow it's like two-stroke dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Then it's quad. This is good because like I entered side. this room with the goal of being like, how actionable can we get in this conversation? I think, yeah, I do. Every day I do something more illegal on the streets. I'm going to encourage you. See how long you. it takes to get caught. See how long it takes to have anything happen at all. I'm going to encourage you in a in an official corporate capacity um, to be financially incentivized incentivized to do crime. I'll yeah. pay you to do it. There's nothing wrong with, about that at all. I mean, that most crime is financially incentivized, right? <laughs> well, what's amazing in in my city is 
in my in this city of 16 million people mm-hmm. is that it's not just that you see someone doing the illegal thing. Right. It's how often I see that person doing it in front of a cop. Yeah. And the cop doesn't give a fuck. I mean, I've literally seen cops pull out their their phones mm-hmm. and video the 12 o'clock boys going by. Like They're doing the right thing. There was a fucking uh, 12 o'clock boys takeover a couple months ago mm-hmm. that went from like Inglewood all the way up PCH to Malibu. And it was Hundreds, hundreds yes. and hundreds of these guys, mm-hmm. no blocking off the lights. No, and the mm-hmm. the police chopper was following them, right? But for like, a view, just to get the video. I think <laughs> yeah. I don't really think there was any other motivation. Uh, what are roads for? If not this, absolutely. Have you seen all the fucking donut marks in every intersection in this that's city? That's right. It's getting aggressive out there. I mean, that's another story I want to do. I want to go to Oakland. Why am I giving out pitch ideas? Um, I want to. I mean, that's not like it's like copywriting them when you do them on the show. They that you can prove that you said it here first. You're right. Okay, it's like mailing an envelope to yourself. Um, what's that line in that old hyphy song? It ain't nothing like it was with uh, with Richie Rich. Sure, if you say so. Um, I think it was like Sideshow or something. Anyway, it was some 2006 hyphy song. So I was in high school or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and. the song is referencing another old song about Sideshow, and I looked it up, and it's a song about Sideshows from, like, 1990. It's been happening. I want to I go and interview the people who had, like, uh, cougars <laughs> <laughs> on white walls and were probably shutting down the exact same intersections. Probably. Yeah. And I want to be That'd like, be cool. what do you, like, what? What's it like? What? What? How do you look at? How do you look you at should, things now? You should do a sideshow build, which is just a cougar <laughs> with a welded diff. <laughs> do people do sideshow builds? I mean, I guess they must, right? I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of Hellcats, a lot of Chargers, yeah, rims, but not too the big. Fifty Cs exist. Um, no, I feel like F bodies, cars, F bodies, F bodies are very that, popular. That's like for the that. cheapest uh, yeah. sideshow car, I think. Yeah, Zach t- did a, did a story about it for uh, for drivers. What was it? I mean, I tried. I started filming one, and I went and followed it like one night at I don't know from midnight to three a.m. Yeah. And it happened to be the night where three jurisdictions of law enforcement in LA decided like we're done with this and cracked down. Oh my god. So there god. was a helicopter chasing the group and the group would like do a sideshow, helicopter would fly over and then everyone would disperse and then I was right. just following random people and they go to a new spot, a new spot. And I I finally At got At no point was the t- the street closed, Pizza Boy? Uh, I mean, they block the streets, and 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 they just do what they want. And some people mm-hmm. walking by are like, "Why are they blocking us?" And the cars are honking, and right. then they just move on, move on. And at, at like one thirty, I got tired and I went home, and I kept listening to the scanner. And that's when they shut down the one ten freeway because all these guys like went into a you know a, yeah. like a the freeway shutdowns one of those p- park and ride parking lots, and they were like mm-hmm. reconvening, and then the cops just swarm, 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 oh. and just closed the freeway and arrested like you know a hundred people. Oh, it was nuts. Shit. It was really nuts. Damn. Yeah, I yeah. followed in my blue crown Vic, and they're like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" Yeah, like, this guy's in the wrong car. <laughs> you still have the Vic? That's so. Wonderful. I did. I had. I don't. I don't. Oh, fine. I, I miss it. I do miss it. Yeah, that's a great. Car. You may. You may need another blue. one soon. That's a good point. It except may. for the gas prices being what they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. I'm glad that happened. It was. I cool, love. Man. I can't imagine being that guy, and you're just like you're getting arrested, and you're like, for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You're like, I just wanted to go out and hang out for one I time. I just wanted to go in circles in my car. Was that, Dude, you're, is this such a crime? A year before that, Thad was like, hey, man, you know there's uh, illegal street racing on Crenshaw at this certain intersection. I was like, all right. And so one night, he and I went out to like watch it. Mm-hmm. And we get there, and we parked near all these other people. And everyone walks to the side of the street. And everyone's kind of waiting for something to happen. And then someone shoots a gun across <laughs> the street three times. And everybody ran back to their cars. Cool. And I was like, Thad, what are we doing? He's like, I don't know. And we... <laughs> Let's get tacos. Pretty much that's yeah. how the night went, yeah. Um, dude, I'm so sorry I have to end this show. Not at all, not at you all. you were fucking tardy, and there's nothing I can do about that. That's right. I'm so sorry. Congrats Absolutely. on the road and track gig. Thank it's you. It's awesome. I will submit my criminal ideas to you yep. for submission. What's the, what, what is your, it's, it's crime and, crime scam, scam, crime scam? Crime scam. Crime scam. That's uh, crime. That's crime. <laughs> literally the more, no, literally no one is better positioned to tell the stories of uh, exotic car scams than my family. I didn't realize that you were so focused on it. Maybe I'll try harder to, to read. I, I briefly told the story on the last podcast oh, okay, of the EAG good. scam, mm-hmm. um, because I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be able to put the right. written piece back together, but people keep asking me about sending cars to them. And I'm just like, just please don't send please them any cars. Like, just please don't, you're going to lose money. Well, um, I'm, if, if you don't get that story, I'm sorry. That's the only time anyone has been shady about an exotic car in this country. <laughs> <laughs> And we can't miss our one opportunity. <laughs> uh, thanks for stopping by. Have yes. fun at the uh, Bronco launch. Make sure you come and uh, see us next time you're in town. We'll do. Um, that's our thanks show, folks. Me. I'm sorry it's short today, uh, but I have to fucking go do some real estating. And uh, next show is going to be with Ben Collins, the former Stig, Holy Randy fuck. Popst, and uh, Justin Bell from the Hypercar Invitational at Laguna Seca this weekend. See you guys later. Bye.